Okay, so we've come through, we've come through Psalm 22, Calvary, 23, Valley, 24, Mount Zion. So now go to Isaiah. When you get to Isaiah, you're going to see the same pattern again. Isaiah 53 is the prophecy of the crucifixion of Jesus. Isaiah 54 is the valley of the enemy. Isaiah 55 ends up at Mount Zion. So let's start there. We have to go all the way back to, back to Calvary. Listen to how it starts. Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground, he has no form of comeliness, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He's talking about Jesus hanging on the cross. Keep reading, you'll see it. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrow is acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him. We did not esteem him, but surely he has borne our grief. So let me just stop there for a minute and tell you that you don't have to live in grief because in this moment he bore your grief. He, you do not have to live depressed because in this moment he bore bore your depression. He bore your grief. He carried our sorrows. You do not have to live a life of sorrow. Can I tell you the enemy is not going to win? I don't care how much he threatens and makes you think he's not he's going to win. Jesus Christ has carried your sorrows. He said he carried our sorrows and we were esteemed we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted, but he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. Everybody say, we're at Mount Calvary. We're at Mount Calvary, but Jesus healed you at Mount Calvary. Jesus delivered you at Mount Calvary. Jesus set you free at Mount Calvary. But now we leave, now we leave Isaiah 53, and we go back into the valley. Look what this valley looks like in Isaiah 53. We are back in Isaiah 53, beginning in verse 7. For a mere moment, I have forsaken you, but with great mercies, I will gather you. With a little wrath, I hid my face from you. Has anybody ever been through anything that you thought, maybe God's mad at me? Anybody? Yeah, yeah. Maybe God is not happy. Have I done something to upset the Almighty? I mean, let, let's just be honest. Tonight. Let's be a little transparent. Anybody ever thought, felt that way before? I know I have. Have I done something to upset the Lord? It looks like he's hiding his face from me. It looks like he's forsaking me. He said, but with everlasting kindness, I will have mercy on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. And then he gets very personal. Listen to this. Oh, you afflicted one. Now, there might be a lot of people in this room right now that apply that to you. God, you're talking to me. I'm the one who can't sleep. I'm the one who can't get this out of my mind. I'm the one who every day walks around with a pit in my stomach, wondering what's going to happen next. I'm the one, God, that is tossed with tempest and never comforted. I don't care what I do. 
I don't care if I try to relax, I can't relax. I don't care if I try to get my mind off of it. I could even go out of town, but it's always waiting on me when I get back. You may be the one that this scripture, that God gave me this scripture for tonight. Oh, you afflicted one, tossed with a tempest. How many of you see a pattern here? This is very similar to what God had me to say last week. How many think God's trying to get a message to somebody? How many think that God's trying to give somebody encouragement and comfort and hope for whatever you're dealing with? But look at this. You're tossed in the tempest and never comforted. But behold, now when God says behold, you better pay attention to the Bible. When God says behold, he's getting ready to say something. Every time he sees that, he's getting ready to blow you away. I will lay stones with colorful gems and lay your foundations with sapphire. Wait a minute, God. What are you talking about, my foundations? Nobody, anybody ever poured concrete before? Tell me how many rubies and tell me how many, how many, how many rubies and sapphires and diamonds you put in the concrete. None. And that's what he's saying here. Wait a minute. How many of you ever, anybody ever built a house? Faith and I built a house. And they pour a foundation. You don't even see it. They build everything on top of it. But if that slab or that foundation ever crumbles, the whole house comes down on top of the foundation. Thank you so much for supporting our ministry. If this has blessed you, please say a prayer for us. And if you would like to give, we have four ways that you can do that. You can give online at briancutshaw.com. Or if you're a PayPal user, just PayPal us at Church Trainer. Or you can also give through the mail at P.O. Box 267, Georgetown, Tennessee, 37336. Or if you're a Venmo user, you can Venmo us also at Church Trainer. Thank you, and God bless you, and may the Lord multiply your seed. Now back to Hope in the Word. And the Lord says... I know you think I'm not paying attention. I know you think that I have left you for a moment. I know you think that I'm not watching in this valley. I know you're walking in a valley and it looks like your enemies are gathering, but you don't know they're gathering to a table where I'm about to bless you. You don't know that yet. All you see is that the enemies are gathering and they're starting to outnumber you and you can't seem to get ahead of all of the plots of the enemy. But the Lord says, what you don't know is I have laid stones and and colorful gems and sapphires in the foundation of your life and listen to what listen to what Psalm 11 and 3 says he says if the foundations are destroyed what can the righteous do i tell you what the righteous do when everything you thought you were building on begins to be questioned when everything you all of your plans begin to fail and everything that you thought was going one way starts going another way the lord says when the foundation are being destroyed when the foundations are starting to crumble that's when you start looking for treasure because when you are mine and I am yours you are not going to go down with the ship you're going to go up in the rapture you're not going to go down in the fight not as long as the Lord is on your side the Lord said even when the foundation begins to crumble I have buried treasure I have put sapphire and diamonds in the foundation 
Look at this. I will make your pinnacles of rubies. When they start, those pinnacles that hold up the walls, those pinnacles that hold up the those big pillars in the middle of the room, when they begin to crumble and it looks like the tradition has failed and it looks like what has stood the test of time has failed, the Lord said, I have put rubies in the pinnacles and the gates, when they start being destroyed, you're going to find crystal in the gates and when your walls start falling, does anybody get what this is saying? When the walls start falling, I have put precious gems in your walls. The Lord said, let the enemy come against your house. Let them take down the wall. Let them break down the pinnacle, but let them let them destroy the foundation you built upon. But even there, I'll bless you. Even in the midst of trouble, I'll bless you. Even when things look like they're not going to come together, even there in the midst of it all, you will rise one more time into the goodness of God because I put teachers in the valley, but I put treasures in the valley. And even in the valley you're in right now, he's, you, God said, you're going to be blessed. But Lord, I'm worried what this is going to do to my family. Lord, you have no idea what my family's endured. God, how is this going to affect my family? Oh, he didn't leave that out either. He said, all of your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. I claim that verse every day over my children. That mess, if you ever come to my house, you see that verse plastered all over my office at least three places. I have an altar there in my office at home laying on that altar. When I go and kneel at that altar, the scripture on top of that altar says, all of your children shall be taught by the Lord and great shall be the peace of your children. You need to claim that. Don't you let the devil tell you he's going to take your family. Don't you let the devil tell you that he's going to get your children. You claim this verse over them and say, no, Lord, I don't know what teacher you're going to send, but you're going to send the right teacher. My children are going to be filled with peace. They're going to feel with, they're going to be filled with joy. They're going to be filled with the Holy Ghost because you have promised that even in the despair of a battle, you are there. You're going to catch me. And there's actually treasures that are waiting on me. He said, in righteousness, you shall be established and far from oppression. You will not fear. Oh Lord, that's going to be a good day, right? For everybody walking in fear. The Lord said, one of these days, fear is going to come and look for you and he always knows where to find him but he's going to show up one day and you have changed addresses and you're going to say that what used to work doesn't work anymore what you used to say it doesn't bother me anymore the people you used to send they don't bother me anymore those buttons you used to push they don't push anymore those things you used to do to trap me they're not trapping me anymore those things you used to do to set me back no when God gets through blessing me fear is going to come looking and he won't know where I'm at because I'm walking in the fog the fog the favor of God when I'm walking in the favor of God it's like the mist of God God is around me. Try to go looking for somebody in the fog. You can't find them. Oh, yes, here I am. Me and God. I'm walking in the favor of God. I'm walking in the fog. When somebody says, how are you doing? Just say, I'm just walking in the fog. I'm walking in the favor of God. I'm walking in the goodness of God. My enemy. See, your enemy can't even find you in favor. He's looking for you. He can't find your house in favor. He can't find your person in favor. When you are in the fog of the Lord, he's doing like this. Where'd he go? Where'd he go? 
I, I, I've got a trick, but I can't find him. I, I, I sit the same old enemy I used to send, but he couldn't find you. I pushed the same buttons I used to push, but it didn't work. I want you to, I want you to outwit the enemy. The Bible says my enemy shall not outwit me, for God will lift my head above my enemies. That's the prayer over your life. When the devil comes looking for you, he said, you will not, you will be far from oppression and you shall not fear and terror will not come to your house. Oh, hallelujah. This program is brought to you by the partners of Brian Cutshaw and Church Trainer Ministries. Please help us pray that the Lord will continue to send us more partners so we can expand his kingdom around the world.